Welcome to the podcast for soulful women in business. The podcast for innovative and progressive thought leaders anchored into their authority unapologetically. You no longer have to apologize for wanting to become rich and powerful here in this space. In this podcast, you will evolve and expand to embody feeling comfortable to be visible, to speak without fear, to be seen without fear of judgment, and a place that you can take up as much space as you desire without being labelled as a show-off, as too much, because we don't compete here. We're sisters. Hi, I'm Laura Beddo Collins, your host. I'm a mum, a wife, an international keynote speaker, medicine woman and soul-awakened business consultant. I am known for supporting female leaders to reach their peak performance, working with their hormones and embracing their dark feminine power. You can be sexy, you can be sassy, you can be anything that you want to be. This quantum field is our playground if you choose to believe it. Are you ready to play? Buckle up if you are ready to become an unleashed and wildly successful businesswoman with a whole lot of soul. Now let's dive in. Hello and welcome to episode two of the podcast for soulful women in business with me, your host, Laura Beddo Collins. And this week, we're going to be talking about networking. Now, networking can be a fabulous experience if you are equipped with the do's and don'ts and you're looking for events that are going to align with your values as a person. So I thought that I would talk through a few experiences that I've had that were absolutely incredible and some that have given me the complete ick and also give you some do's and don'ts of networking because networking and getting yourself out there is absolutely crucial if you are a woman in business that wants to get your authority up, if you want to raise your visibility. These are things that are going to make you stand out. Walking into a room, not thinking, do these people like me? Thinking, I like myself and I take myself seriously. As you know, or may not know, I have been in business and sales and marketing for coming up for 20 years next year. I know guys, 20 years. I know I don't look like I'm 38. I know. I get told all the time. My husband laughs when any whenever I tell anybody that I've got a 19-year-old. But here we are. <laughs> but yes, I have been in sales and marketing for 20 years in 2024. And to run a business as a small business owner, you need to know how to sell, but you also need to know 
firstly, before you try and sell anything, you need to know how to build relationships with people. And there's three types of relationships that you're thinking about when you are walking into a split into a space where you are networking. I would suggest that you're never just walking into a space thinking these people are all going to be my clients. Oh no no. <laughs> the the way to turn up at, to a virtual or in-person networking event is to firstly just be yourself. Be yourself and ask a lot of questions. Have some questions perhaps prepared for you to ask at the event. Research the people that are going to the event and think about some people that maybe you would like to collab with. Collaborations in my business has always been the way forward and as I'm always preaching on and harping on about on my social media channels, it's collaboration over competition. It's not thinking, I want to be the best person in this room. It's how can I be the best person I can be in this room? Not comparing yourself or competing with anybody else. So you're, t- you're prepping to go for, this, for a networking event. Let's say it's in person. You're walking into the room. You're going to want to have prepared something that you can offer. Whether that's virtual, is there a link so that people can, can either have your social media links to hand is there some sort of an offer that you're doing a freebie that you can talk about a lead magnet is there something that is going to be attractive for people to know about that you can either talk about to them to offer to their communities or is there something that might be of value to the people in the room that you can offer up at the event I'm going to get into like the do's and don'ts in a moment, but I just wanted to talk about before that some of the the, the networking events that I've attended, which as a soulful business owner, I've really enjoyed. And some of the ones that I've attended that I haven't enjoyed so much and why. So when you're looking for a networking event for yourself, Making sure that you know your values is really important. And when I first got into this business, I didn't know my values yet. I did know my values, but I I wasn't aware that I knew them. (laughs) Okay, so my values, just in case you don't know, are women's empowerment, vulnerability is key. And what I mean by that is, Obviously not going into a place and making yourself vulnerable to the point that you are putting yourself in a in a situation, but being vulnerable to the point where you are being honest with yourself and to your community. Because results don't come unless you're really brutally honest with yourself. And as a leader, I found that really powerful as well. One of my values is freedom, freedom to make the choices that I want to make. Freedom is like ingrained of me. If you listen to the first episode, you would have heard about my story about being in a abusive relationship. Now, for me, that is why it's and and I was in an abusive relationship before that as well. So for me, freedom is like key. It's imperative to me. And if I feel like I'm caged, then like it's never going to work. And yeah, freedom to make the choices that I want to 
make. Freedom from mental health is really important for me and freedom to financially make choices that I want to make without having to worry about money. Another value that's really important to me is connection. So it's no wonder that I love to network. Networking to me sets me on fire because I love people. I love finding out about people. I love learning. So in my human design, I'm a one free. So I'm an investigator, firstly. So that's why I love networking as well. I love investigating, asking so many questions. And one of the tools that I would love for you to take away from listening to this podcast episode is investigate. Investigate, guys. Because we, if you think that you know everything about your skill, then you're not growing anymore. And even though I'd say I'm this absolute queen of spirituality and the unconscious mind, I'm always listening. I never sit in any event and think, well, I know all of this. No, never. I'm always open to learn and take away the golden nuggets from every single thing that I ever go to. And that is how to show up to a networking event. Connection and investigation. Be curious. And the final value that is really important to me is results. I am so results driven. I am so tenacious. I am so focused and within my divine masculine. And it's really important for me that the people that decide to come into my world are driven, ambitious, and they want to make that big impact. So the events that I look for will be hitting all of these all of these values. And these are the types of events that will really light me up. So I would say I'm naturally always networking. Like I don't, it's not something I'm trying to do because I'm continue. I'm very good at building relationships with people. I love building relationships with people. I am very open and what you see is what you get. So I don't find it I don't, I've never found building relationships difficult in my entire life, which is why I'm very good at sales, right? Because where all that sales is, is deepening your relationships, holding a space open, creating an opportunity for somebody or a product for somebody and them stepping into that and having an exchange of money. That's all that a sale is. So that's why I've always been naturally very good at sales. Of course, it's a skill that I've honed in on and I understand the psychology of it. And that's something that I teach inside of my one-to-one mentorship, my membership that is coming up in January and inside of my business mastermind, The Sisterhood Shift. This is something that the psychology of selling is definitely something that is a skill that you can learn, but building relationships, if you're natural building relationships anyway, then you are going to be good at sales. But you can definitely learn how to be better at expressing yourself. And this is something like one client, spring, two clients really spring to mind that I could talk to you about, where they found it really difficult to speak in any capacity in a big group of people. And it was something that was blocking them from this life and also going through their Akashic Records, which is what I'm going to be talking about in next week's episode. The Akashic Records is going through your timelines 
And perhaps the reason that you are blocked around building relationships or public speaking is because you had something happen to you. Maybe you have the witch wound. Maybe you had some sort of thing in a past life or this life that was stopping you from expressing yourself. And if this is you and you dread going to networking events because you dread speaking in front of groups of people, please, please, please do reach out to me and let's talk about ways that you can unlock that. Because it is 100% something that you can overcome, no matter how nervous and shy that you are. It's about understanding who you are and what your message is and the people that you want to serve outweighs the fear. And I've seen it time and time again. It's not about you speaking in a room because we speak all the time. It's about something that is underneath that, a fear of judgment, a fear of saying the wrong thing, a fear of looking like you don't know what you're talking about. And the thing is, is that everybody in the room at a networking event is probably feeling the same way as you do. So it's about, again, just learning to really love yourself and learning who is it that you actually serve Where are those people going to be? Do you want to create a community of people that can support you? So now, as I promised at the beginning, I'm going to give you two examples of one of an event that gave me the ick. And I think it's what people kind of assume that all networking events are like. And I'm going to talk about a beautiful one that just lights up my soul that I love attending and I still attend to this day. So... The first one was just after the pandemic where, so I I ran an event, if you've been with me for a long time, you already know this. Just before the pandemic, I set up something that was called the Healing Fest and it was going to be a holistic festival for spiritual entrepreneurs and people that just wanted to come together and have a beautiful experience of uplifting and rejuvenation. Anyway, the pandemic hit and I had to take it online. We pivoted and I, I love attending in-person, in-person events. As I've said so many times on this podcast, it absolutely light, lights me up. I love being with people that share my values, that I can talk openly with about spirituality and all of the gifts and all of the woo and all of the consciousness living. Like that just lights up my soul. And I love seeing people being in their power within the holistic space. This is why I set up my business. Like I love seeing people own it. Networking events that really allow women to feel empowered, to shine their light, that they actually hold the space where everybody's voice is important. They are shining a light on everybody's skills and they're not withholding or gatekeeping on anybody that's the events that really light up my soul I'm not going to actually give any names of this because I just don't think it's fair um but um yeah there's one in particular that I've attended quite a few times and I'll just say where it is it's in London at first I felt as though it was aligning with my values but there was something that happened and where I I paid to go to a conference a big conference with this networking business for women 
And I just saw some and heard some things that really wasn't in alignment with my values. And that's fine. But I think that the events that give me the ick are the ones that you can clearly tell that it's just a sales machine. And it is they they're, they're not really caring about shining that spotlight on the pe- all of the people that are there. And it's a bit clicky. And it's very sort of egocentric. And I think me and a friend were talking about this recently around PR as well. It's like PR is so important in business. It is crucial for you to make that big impact, for you to get your message out to more people, to, you know, get yourself in magazines, get yourself on TV. It means that more people are going to see and hear your message that is lighting up the world and is so needed right now. The thing that gives me the ick around networking or around PR is when you can just tell that someone is just so fame hungry and that they will say or do anything to manipulate and to take. It's like this real taking energy that I don't like around some networking events that I have that I have been to. And it's like that wounded masculine coming out of like that competition, treading on each other, like, oh, I like look at me and that kind of like, yeah, that icky energy of ter- territorialness. That is what I don't like in, in a networking event. And yeah, of course, you've got to use your discernment in any space that you're putting your energy. That's where your boundaries are coming in. That's where you are going into something saying, this is what I will and will not tolerate. And yeah, let's go into some tips. So I've told you some examples of some amazing networking events that I I love. And they're the ones that they are run by people that really care and that they are really shining a spotlight on people and that opening up conversations that maybe for people in the room that aren't, you know, the big I am, the you know, that enjoy taking up space, like somebody like myself, that sometimes I even feel like I'm too much. That's something that I had to battle with, you know, for, for a while. And yeah, it's about, it's about knowing that you are there to shine your light and you're not too much and you're not your and and you're important your voice is important so let's talk about some practical tips so that you can really shine at these events so the number one thing that i would say that you must do at a networking event is to work the room go and talk to people whether it is a virtual one where you've you've been put in a breakout room or you are there in person. I can't tell you the amount of times I've gone to a networking event on my own and there's somebody just sitting in the corner. I'm just as nervous as anybody else. Just go around, find people that you can chat with. Just ask questions, be curious. What do they do? What can you learn from this person? Could this person be a partnership? Could this person be a collaboration? Could this person know somebody that might be an ideal client for you do you even know your ideal client before you step into the room and if you don't then you need to go and check out the sisterhood shift because that's going to give you the foundations to build your business to success and if you don't know who your ideal client is then that's where you need to begin 
So the second thing is, do you know your elevator pitch? This is something that if you were sitting at a dinner party now, and I said, hi, blah, blah, blah. What is it that you do? This is something that you can say, roll off the tip of your tongue in less than a few sentences. Do you know what it is? Is it memorable? So I'll just give you an example of mine, just in case. So hi, my name is Laura Beddoe-Collins. I am a subconscious mind expert and I am a soulful business mentor and I help women to unlock their full potential in business. That's an elevator pitch. That's quick, concise and to the point. And then there are other parts to it if the conversation keeps flowing. But that quick, concise and accurate way of describing yourself is so important. Do you have something ready and available for them to contact or to connect with you? Business cards, cards, a little bit outdated if you ask me, but I would say, you know, if you have them, then there is no harm in taking them. I would say everything's quite virtual these days. So your website, your social media, that is like a business card anyway. And this is the one, the next one, guys, write this down because this is the best part of this this podcast tonight, today, whenever you're listening. Follow up. In two weeks, put a date in your diary that you're going to connect with these people again, the people's names that you've written down and some notes about what they do and some facts that they've told you. Follow up. That is the most crucial part of networking. If you're not following up with people saying, hi, how are you? How are you feeling after that networking event? What was the point? (laughs) The next one, listen and learn and I've said that throughout this podcast is be curious learn about something that you might not have ever known until you walked into that room as my mum always says to me you can learn something new every day you can learn something new every day have something ready that you can offer people off the back offer free help offer favours reduced prices for your services that is exclusive to that event perhaps and the last one in the do's is patience networking isn't going to be something you go to one event and everybody's going to know who you are and going to be hanging off you it it takes time to build proper relationships and actually Go in with the the sense of, I am going to walk away from this event with some great new relationships, collaborations, and potentially partnerships in the future. And then the best outcome of all, maybe I'll get a client. But don't go in there with the the expectation, I am going to get a client today. Because people can feel that energy. It's forced. It's a bit like going on a first date and asking the person that you meet to marry them. It takes time to get to know this person. Is this person my ideal client? Does this people, is, is this person connected to my ideal client? Because your network is your net worth. Okay, so let's talk about some of the don'ts. What are some of the things that you should not do going to a networking event? 
So don't be shy. So this is a difficult one. And this is something that I really help my clients to overcome is visibility. Is if you really hate putting yourself out there, there's going to be a reason why you are that way and you can unlearn it. it. Networking isn't just for the big flamboyant extroverts. It is for the introverts too. Just work the room. You don't need to be the loudest or the most out there person in the room, but just go and just talk to the people that you think are your people. Don't be afraid. The next one is don't be afraid to ask questions. Everybody is scared of appearing ignorant or stupid or that they don't know what they're talking about. And the vast majority in the room, whether it's online or in person, will relish in the opportunity to showcase their knowledge and expertise. So make sure you ask as many questions to that person as you possibly can. The next one is avoid over-the-top self-promotion. This tactic is probably more likely to uh, annoy people than to build valuable relationships. Of course, you want to build the relationship, but you don't want to just go straight in there with trying to sell your service. And again, it's there twice, but don't forget to follow up. This is the most important thing, and that's why I'm saying it twice. Oh, and the last thing, don't get too drunk. (laughs) Especially if you're meeting people for the first time, because... Yeah, that's not cool either. Nobody wants to work with a soulful business owner that was pissed out of her head. (laughs) Okay, those are the do's and don'ts. I would love to hear what your biggest takeaway was from this episode. As you already know, if you are, if you listen to the last podcast episode, my love language is words of affirmation. So I love, love, love to hear What was your biggest takeaway? you have been listening to the podcast for soulful women in business with me your host laura beddo collins your soul awakened business mentor it means the world to me that together we are raising the consciousness of this planet and putting the good stuff back into this world My love language are words of affirmation. So it would mean the world to me if you click that subscribe button and screen grab this episode and let's share it. Let's share this message. Let's get as much money into good female leaders' hands. And I promise that I will share it. Until next time, love you. 
，See you soon。